0: Well, you know, this is what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about real love. Real love. Let us talk about real love. What does it look like? How does it feel? What is it? A definition I came across from the Google website says, real love is caring about the happiness of another person without wanting anything in return. Could that be something that we all want to experience or already have? Most people would love to have real love, yet often they have no idea or understand what real love is. Take a minute and think about how you would define real love. When we first start experiencing love, we will usually refer to our parents, brothers and sisters, that special man or woman in our lives. Some even say it's when a child is born or getting married. Most of us have always been taught Jesus is love, starting from Sunday school to the present. Let's talk about what that really means. We are taught that God is love. He loves us all the time. In fact, if we look at 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, The Bible defines love as, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things Believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. You know, some of you may say, come on, Barbara. (laughs) Is that well good? We hear from the pastor all the time telling us about love. But let's be real. Do you actually Believe that's real love? So I tell you, pastor gets it, right out the instruction manual. And I call it the Holy Bible, my instruction manual. So I know the word is true. One important thing is, love is all-consuming, empowering, and lives in each of us. Our heart is the symbol of the love that resides in us, and God is the symbol of the Lord that reflects down on earth. Love stands for more than just romantic attraction or strong feelings toward those close to you. It also stands for the truth, respect, and obedience we hold for God. Love does not come easy and simply saying You love someone, it's different than showing it. We show love in many ways. Holding hands when they're scared. Calling a friend to ask if they got home safe. Or even through acts in marriage. Love is trusting in our God. Love is being faithful to your partner and families. Love is being kind and patient with the world around you. My most important one is 1 John 4 and 8. God is love. Thank you, Jesus. But let's go a little deeper in talking about real love. I just want to give you a few stories about how I found what love looked like, what real love looked like. I'm gonna to try to make it as quick as possible. It might get a little emotional, but I'm just asking you to bear with me. Well, let me tell you one of the ways I found out what real love is. I was involved with a man of mine from the past. He wasn't just any man, but a man who knew me before I knew myself. A man who loved me Unconditionally. A man who taught me how to trust and believe. This man is steadfast, unceasing, unchanging, unfailing. This man's love was holy and righteous. His love was infinite and incomprehensible. His love was eternal. So you're probably wondering... Who this simple super, superhero was, and how come I let him get away? Well, his name was Jesus. I thought I knew what love was, and I thought it wasn't him. That other man that showed me all of the bright lights. Fast cars, money, and everything. That other man I knew was Satan. But he wasn't called Satan then, he was called another name. <laughs> you know, he is always looking for ways to trap us, which he did, confuse me, what he did, and dilute me. He made things look so good and sweet until I really had a chance to just know him. But you know what? One thing I did know about Satan is if he can crack in the door, he will make every effort to just mix us up. Make us think what we had before with Jesus. It's not even worth it. He's the one that tells us just be (laughs) open-minded. Don't worry about him. But you know what? I was so young and stupid Fooled by the tricks of the devil. But today, I can honestly say I am profoundly different. I fell back on 1 Corinthians 13.11. When I was a child, I used to speak like a child. Reason like a child. Think like a child. But now I've become a man and I put an end to childish things. So I'm telling that devil, you can't fool me no more. I got a man that's bigger and better. But now, you know what? I refuse to fall for the devil old tricks anymore. And you know what I did? I went back to my original man and love. I have my first love, Lord Jesus Christ in me to keep me on the straight and the narrow because Jesus is my rock and my anchor. I am stuck to this man now and I'm not going anywhere anymore because Jesus is real love. But moving right along, let me finish my little stories for you. You see, I met Jesus a long time ago when I was younger I always heard my mother and my grandmother talk about him, telling me how wonderful he is. But I just laughed. Because when you're young, it don't seem real. You know, old people, they just talking and everything. That's what I thought. But as I got older, I started paying attention to this man called Jesus. And do you know what? Do you know he was the first man that I ever met that came with an instruction manual, (laughs) the Holy Bible. This manual came with some powerful words and teachings that ministered to my heart. I learned about who Jesus' father was and how he created the world. I read about how he loved me before my mother loved me. That was amazing. You know, me and Jesus, we began to hang out every day, just talking and ministering and praying to each other. But you know what? As time went on, we kind of separated. And I started going in the opposite direction than where I needed to go. But I always kept them in the back of my mind. But I was smelling myself because I thought I was something. And I thought I knew what was best for me. I would go to church, and on some Sundays, he would be there, and we would talk sometimes. He would just ask me when I'm truly coming back to him. He missed me, and he loved me. And that was one thing (laughs) about Jesus. He always gave you free will. Every decision we make is a choice against something as much as it is for something else. No matter how much he misses us, he wants us to make the decision to seek him. And he always gave me the ability to choose whether to live free, right or wrong, happy or fear. One thing I knew was, God is not willing to do everything and take away our free will, and that share of glory which belongs to us. But regardless of my choice, he let me know that he was still there and he loved me. And he is standing there with his arms open wide, welcoming me back. He is waiting for me. He always let me know, according to Isaiah thirty eighteen. But the Lord still waits for you to come to him so he can show his love and compassion. For the Lord is a faithful God. And that's real love. <laughs> Told you, this is the emotional part. <laughs> well, fast forward again another couple of years. I was going through some things in my life. And I just so happened to pick up my instruction manual, the Holy Bible that I had always kept close by. I do not know, you know, maybe it was something just told me to start reading it again. I was in the military. And I needed to hear or read something to just help my mind. I always kept a small version of the instruction manual in my pants pocket. The little one, I think it's the New Testament that they always give us to keep in our pockets. So I guess it was habit. But you know, things were getting pretty rough overseas. And I needed to hear from somebody. And guess what? My friend Jesus came. And we sat and we talked in the desert. I explained to him how scared I was being overseas with bullets flying all around me, not knowing who was coming out to take me out. But you know what Jesus told me? He said, first, let me make sure you're going to be with me in heaven. So we sat on the rock and we repeated Romans ten nine. Accepting Jesus as Lord, Savior, and God. For if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I know this sounds a little weird, but it happened. And I knew accepting Jesus as my personal Savior meant placing my own personal faith and trust in him. Jesus always had a way of making me feel loved. He reminded me of the 23rd song. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I would fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now that is real love. He wanted me to be with him forever and love me enough to make sure it was so. Keep on moving right on forward. These are just times where I felt real love from Almighty God. When I was overseas in Iraq, I got sick. They had to send me to Germany to get me checked out in the hospital. I felt this was for me and my career. But you know what, my soldiers needed me, I felt, and I needed them. We were a team and I wasn't there. I felt all alone. My superhero came to the rescue. You know, as I was flying in from that helicopter, getting in the military vehicle, getting ready to transfer to the hospital, I turned my head to glance out the window And guess who was riding in the vehicle with me as we had headed from the landing area to the hospital? Jesus. I was so glad to see him. (laughs) And I asked him what he was doing there. (laughs) But you know what he told me? He told me he heard my prayer. He reminded me that he would never leave me or forsake me. He told me that he was a healer, a restorer, a deliverer, a comforter. A Savior, a redeemer, and provider. If you do not believe me, he said, read Psalms 103, which lets me know he is my refuge in sickness as in health. Or Philippians 4.19, which lets me know it lets me know that my God will meet all my needs according to the riches of his glory and in Christ Jesus. You know, he always told me to believe what I read in the instructor's manual. I guess now it just makes me know I believe it. I truly believe it. Because you know what? I was healed. I was sent back to Iraq, but I was healed. And all I can say is, Jesus, you genuinely love me. You save me. You are real love. You know, each encounter with Jesus made me fall more and more in love with him. Whenever I asked him for wisdom and understanding, he gave me wisdom to understand the trials and tribulations that I went through. I knew if I want to be used by God for his glory, I must be prepared for trials, lots of them. And believe me, sometimes they were painful And uncomfortable. But you know what? I knew that Jesus would not give me more than I could bear. He always told me to remember Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Jesus gave me the strength. To not give up when things seem so hard. Now that's real love. He let my... It's so funny. You know what? He let me voice my opinions and concerns. And I know sometimes he even laughed at some of the words that came out of my mouth. Or, thought was in his, or thoughts that was in my head. But one thing I heard Jesus say is, you can lean on me. I won't let you fall. God always knows what's best for us 100% of the time. So we must learn to trust him and not lean on our own understanding. Proverbs 3, 5. Because God always has our best interests in mind and for his greater purpose. Even when we don't have the wisdom to recognize what that is. You know, knowing God's word is important. It is always truthful, and he never, I quote, he never lies. If you want to know Jesus, you can know him through his word. I know Jesus loves me. God loves you more in a moment than anyone could in a lifetime. Let me say that again. God loves you more in a moment. Than anyone could in a lifetime. I used to think his love was dependent on my performance. But you know what? That's not so. Jesus does not. I don't have to do something great or whatever. For Jesus to love me even more. He loves me anyway. He loves me unconditionally. He told me that he believes they giving God the glory in what we do and how we act is how he works. God uses our actions for his purposes and will, not ours. One thing we need to remember, when Jesus worked, it's not about us. It's not about how we look. It's about him and giving him the glory. Jesus always showed me real love. But you know what? The greatest act of real love that I received from Jesus is when he died for me on the cross. When he sacrificed his life for my sins, this was the ultimate sacrifice. Can you imagine someone loving you so much that they will die for you? This brings to mind his scripture of John 15, 13 that says, Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down their lives for his friend. Thank you, Lord. Jesus died for us because of our sins and has separated from God. But Christ bridged that gap by the old rugged cross. And thankfully, we know that the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That's real love. Even when he died, he kept us in mind. He said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper who will stay with you forever. And that helper, that helper It's the Holy Spirit. Jesus knew the world cannot accept him because it doesn't see or know him. We know him because he lives with us and he is in us. John 14.26 says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. And bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. Now, as I told you before, that's real love. So, if you were to ask me what real love feels like or look like, I would tell you that it is Jesus Christ. I have never met anyone who could love and care for me so deeply as much as he did and is doing. Let me share his love with you. Let me tell you about the Jesus I know. The Jesus that's a way maker, a miracle worker, a light in the darkness. About a Jesus whose number one commandment is love. Thank you, Lord. Without you, I would not be who I am. God loves you on purpose. He didn't get stuck with you. He chose you. Ephesians 1.4 says that in his love, he chose us. He actually picked us out for himself at his own in Christ before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy, consecrated and set apart for him, blameless in his sight, even above reproach before him in love. I want to encourage you to be determined to know and receive God's love for you. Study scriptures about God's love and make them personal confessions you can declare over your life. Look at yourself in the mirror and say out loud, loud, God loves me. He chose me. Actually picked me out for himself to have a personal relationship with him. I am more than a conqueror in Christ because he loves me and his perfect love casts fear out of my life. Jesus Christ, he is the real love. Thank you.